Welcome back to the Cold Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here, as always, with my co-host, Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Does your name change after this week? Oh, no, that's uh, her. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully she changes. Yeah, I don't know. Jordan Jones oh, I thought we were here. talking about just Jordan's Halloween ho- Jordan Bones thing. Oh, oh like, no. I'm back to Jones. Good call. Good but, call. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting married You're this getting week. You're getting hitched this week. That's getting great. Hitched this week. That's yeah. Yeah, if there's any delays in the uh, in the podcast coming out, sorry. Blame but, uh, Cameron. Don't come He's going Cameron. through personal stuff. I'm going through some personal stuff. And Jordan's <laughs> getting married. I'm going to get married. Uh, pretty excited. Uh, we might have a little special surprise for you next week to uh, celebrate the occasion, but this week we're keeping it fall. We're getting out of Halloween. We're doing the 1995 family movie. I'm getting married to uh, instead of saying my girlfriend Megan, I'm gonna start saying my wife Megan. You haven't said fiance future. for like these past like six months. Oh, you really, I did do you fiance. Really haven't. A He's little. Like, you, he wants you went girlfriend straight to wife. I, well, I don't no, mind it. You kind I of like did. It. I did do some fiance, right? I use that, and it, it was you know it was fun. But now that I'm running out of it, so this I'm really gonna lean into it. <laughs> the wife thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the fiance thing because I only oh, got God. it for one more week. That's uh, true. But next, but when I come back. It's going to be my, my wife. wife. My wife. Uh, well, this week, Jordan and his girlfriend watched. The no, 19- it was my fiance. Jordan and his fiance watched the 1995 film Jumanji. Jumanji. A magical board game unleashes a world of adventure on siblings Peter and Judy Shepard. While exploring an old mansion, the youngsters find a curious jungle themed game called Jumanji in the attic. When they start playing, they free Alan Parrish, a boy trapped in the game for decades, and a host of dangers that can only be stopped by finishing the game. Just two decades. Just two. Yeah. 26 years. Get over it. Directed by Joe Johnston. Starring Robin Williams, Kirsten Dunst, Jonathan Hyde, Bonnie Hunt, Bradley Pierce, and B.B. Newworth. This is a movie that at the time had groundbreaking special effects that they were boasting about, and now it's kind of a fun, nostalgic special effects 90s movie. There's really not movies like this one specifically. Clue meets Indiana Jones meets board something game. with dad problems. Just thinking of a board game. This is Doubtfire? This is Doubtfire. <laughs> no, that's real dad problems. A game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind. Um, it's the third best board game theme movie. This is a precursor to that rock movie, Jumanji. This has nothing to do with that. It's only name and title. Don't get me started. Great, great oh. reboot. Love it. But it's not the same. Not get the same. fucked. Get out of here. Roll the dice and unleash the excitement. Jumanji. Uh, all right. Uh, cast and crew. This movie's directed by Joe Johnston. Um, I know the name. What else do I know works-wise? You're going to know his works. Joe Honey, Johnson's I Shrunk a- the Kids okay. is his first work. Classic. I just want to say he surprised sure. me. I'm going to let you run through it, but no, I no. kind of want to discuss him after it. Yeah. Okay. In more detail than we normally do our directors. Sure. He went on then to do The Rocketeer. Okay. Then right after, The Page Master. I thought you were about to say The Page Master. I was about to say bullshit. The Page Master. Uh, well, that makes action. sense. Just where Macaulay Culkin's like, you know, ramping. So like over 10 minutes at the beginning, five shit. minutes at the end. Yeah, right. Then he does Jumanji. Then a heavy hitter for me, October Sky. Oh, Mark's favorite movie. Good movie. Jurassic Park 3, Hidalgo. He goes on to do Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. And then he kind of fizzles Kind of some sleepers there, but... there in the middle, but they came back. 
So he had this genre like in spades, this like action adventure kids family movie. It seems like he got some bigger chances with Jurassic Park and Hidalgo. And well, like, the third one. Yeah, yeah, but still probably a <laughs> ridiculously Alan. big movie, you know, and like really expensive. True. Um, but he got to start in like production design, worked on the Star Wars movie, like the original ones. Okay. Oh, yeah. Visual effects here. It says he did all of the original trilogy for the Star Wars and my favorite Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I think he got tapped as like an up and comer, got his chance, and maybe fizzled like with some of those really really big. But again, he's doing another more big hits again. But we one, talked about this though. Only reason I liked Raiders of the Lost Ark is because I it's own the one it. you had. Yeah. What, what, what did you guys own? We owned Temple of Doom, and we didn't own it. It was rent. It was taped off of TV, okay. which most of our. But that were. was the only one we had. But even as a kid, I'm like, this isn't the best one. I've been to other places. <laughs> it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um. Oh, he also had a big part of the production, like pre-production of Iron Giant, which is just... Oh, I just watched that the other night. Didn't direct it, but had a lot to do with the story. It's on HBO Max, if you're curious. Watch it the other night. The Vin Diesel one? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would call it the Vin Diesel (laughs) one. Vin Diesel is in it. He's the giant. Is it Groot? Is it the Iron Giant? I don't know. All I know is family is important in all those movies. (laughs) That's super true. There you go. Um, um, just a little bit more behind the scenes crew music by jo- uh, James Horner. He also did Titanic. I also um, watched that last week. What's going on? Get yeah, out of my brain, Mark. So, kinda, really? Yeah, I did. We may do Titanic someday, but quickly, I am straight just, a, and I'm talking VHS version, first half. I don't even want to watch the second half. That's, was like the, the love that's story. not true half? unless you're a, a 13-year-old boy who's going through puberty and even like you, you always you, pop in that second second no, I want to, when do the boobs happen second first half i think it's first half oh boobs are first half mark's all about the passion he you likes get, a streaky uh, hand i think that's you, early you second get, you get, i think you, that's early second you get second i would love to argue that <laughs> i know for a fact it's right after the iceberg hits when they're on the top deck it's right after boning when you switch tapes. oh no when the boning happens I'm no just, no no we're talking about the the pay me in this only this jack where are we at right now? Uh, he wrote music for Titanic. Yeah, sorry about that. You, no, we're good. Second, second DVD. Second tape. Second tape. Uh, <laughs> he also did Titanic. He did um, right around Balto. He did Casper and Apollo thirteen. Oh. Braveheart. Okay, so um, nothing but big hitters here. Big hitters, big hitters. Most recently, let's see, Avatar. Oh, okay. Is he signed on to do Completely the other? Completely composed by. Um, Southpaw. Okay, cool. So that's that guy, composer. Nice. I always like to touch on that. Jesus, 1995. Especially when like, it sounds whimsical and it's like a, a score you kind of remember. A great mm. career arc for him. Uh, Robin Williams plays Alan Parrish. I mean, you obviously know who Robin Williams uh, is. Obviously, most notable for Flubber. Stepfather. Um, what's your what's that one wild Cameron you're a real big one hour photo guy aren't you oh god that movie is awkward I've never seen Um, the best dad one go go around the room say your favorite just off the top maybe Mrs. Doubtfire I don't know I think I'm Dead Poets it it is oh actually it's probably I mean really it's Goodwill Hunting we're doing serious roles but Dead Poets over Goodwill but can I always say my third favorite because it it doesn't belong in number one sure Adeline what no, I get it. Good I like it. Good morning, Vietnam. It. it is good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, I you, it's a good one. If you want full blown him, but also in a dramatic role, I think that's a you've best been of both a big worlds. proponent, and you've you've been propping that movie up for I years. Just so. want to say it's good. Check I'm it just out. going down the line here. These aren't necessarily in order. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Hyde plays the dad, Sam Parrish, and also you know Van Pelt. 
through uh, comes through the game. I mean, I know him from a lot of things. In the '90s, nothing's popping in my head other than Richie Rich off the top of my Funny head. Funny enough, Titanic. Oh yeah, no shit. Never mind. Yeah. Titanic. He's got the voice <laughs> Richie to play Rich, this though. guy. Cadbury. Yeah, he's playing Fuck. a sophisticated guy with that voice, but mm. a mean guy. True. Uh, Kirsten Dunst plays Judy Shepard. I mean, child actress. Someday small we're gonna, soldiers. Small soldiers. I I'm going to bring these movies up anytime. I, I can. knew you were going to get in there somehow. Eventually, we'll do probably interview with a vampire. But uh, Spider-Man. obviously, I'm bring it on. Sp- my Spider-Man. Your Spider-Man. We could, probably could do bring it on as well. Also, yeah. shout out um, like our age groups, Little Women. I know there'll be another oh, one yeah. in 20 months. She's in that too. Uh, okay. That's a sneaky. If I made a list of things, she, I, is she younger than that? Yeah, yeah, she's way like younger. 13. She's not a kid, but she's not like an adult. She's like a teenager. teenager. Okay. That's one of my top four things to watch back home with my parents, like VHSs or DVDs. It's like, I'm going to put in Little Women. And just Melancholia. I'm just, thinking, I'm just thinking of that. I'm not even reading this, but isn't she in that? I mean, uh, she's she's been an adult actor, and I think is most recently in Fargo TV show. I believe she was the mom in Midnight Special. Okay, we've gone on long enough. You guys either know or you don't. Oh, I'll cut up with that. <laughs> it's fine. Peter Shepard um, is played by Bradley Pierce. He is Chip in the original Beauty and the Beast. That's all I remember him from. I saw that. That's the only thing I can not even remember. Just like note him from. Oh, I totally recast him. Like I don't know who it is, but I think the voice from Chip would be good for this role. I (laughs) know. Bonnie Hunt plays Sarah Whittle. Whittle. Give me another good Bonnie Hunt. I can't think off the top of my head, but I know we just watched this like last summer. uh, The mom from Beethoven. Oh no shit! Yeah, we did just watch that. Well, not even last time. Like we watched the Charles like, Grodin a, a month ago. Yeah, didn't he get in trouble for being a not Josh Groban? He Charles was Grodin. one of the worst people on SNL guest wise. No, I know he got kicked. Oh, I'm confusing with the Seventh Heaven Dad as well. Cheaper by the dozen. Um, she's she's in the Green Mile. Um, BB Newworth, the mom. She's the one that John Coffey, but not spelled. She has cancer in the bed. She's the oh the mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. I like that actress though. Yeah, when I see her and stuff. It's normally in this size role. Uh, B.B. Newworth plays Nora Shepard, uh, the sister and... of the late dad who the kids are of. Of Also the <laughs> principal in the faculty. Go back and see our faculty That's episode. Right. Vice prin- principal. Oh, I, gosh, I thought she was something. familiar. Mm-hmm. And I obviously didn't look up her movies. <laughs> oh, Bonnie Hunts and Jerry Maguire, too. She's really good in that. Oh, she nice. plays yeah, the sister. Just thought of it. David Allen Greer plays Bentley. I didn't recognize him anything except he's in the new fucking Clifford the Big Red Dog movie that looks frightening. Looks terrifying. Um, I know him from things, but I mean, nothing's coming off the top of my head. He seemed way more familiar in this movie than like anything else. He is to me. Yeah. Well, I I couldn't think in my head of what he was in, but I don't think it's necessarily. It's just a character actor that shows up. Uh, On the Green Mile again, Patricia Clarkson plays Carol Parrish, the mom that we see briefly in the beginning. She's... She's in the Green Mile. I think she's oh, actually. Sorry, she's the that's thing. You're she's the. Of. Oh shit! And then the other one's Tom Hanks' wife. They're both in the Green Mile. There Oops, sorry. Adam Hanbert plays young I mean. Alan. I don't really know him from anything. Nah, he's in, I mean, it says he's in Halloween H two O, and he's a writer for oh. the 2018 video game Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. There, there's a couple of fun ones though. James Handy, the exterminator, who comes in. Is in arachnophobia can pass by that, and Frank Welker is in this motherfucking thing. Frank Welker, I assume he's doing monkey voices. You know Frank Welker. He does like he's a voice guy. He's like the voice guy we always talk about. <laughs> we probably even brought I'm him sure up the we... last time. You're like, and he was in Jumanji, and then Mark probably said it's probably like doing monkey voices. Frank, <laughs> Frank, yeah, what I don't remember him. Yeah, hold, I vaguely remember that's, you. That's super rude. It well. 
I, va- I do vaguely remember you bringing up the sound guy's name, but I don't remember him. Ever. Okay, and also Tom Woodruff plays the uh, the dummy lion and the dummy crocodile. He's also in Starship Troopers. Frank <laughs> Welker's Scooby Doo. My fiance is buzzing, and I'm gonna. Take We've this. talked about this before. That sucks. That that sucks. Hello, but Frank Welker. Should we move on to Unverified? Welcome to Unverified. It's December 1995, and you're going to the movies, and your options were Tom and Huck, Mr. Holland's Opus, Balto, which has been brought up today and other times. That Balto movie's from 1995? Mm-hmm, that fucking dog? Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It, Heat, and Sense and Sensibility, but you chose to see Jubanji. Jumanji. I think you made the right choice. Out of that one? In December? Yeah. Hey man, Dracula Dead and Loving It isn't that bad. But you give it time. Neither's Balto. You wait. You wait till like Oscar season. You're gonna see some gems in there. In 1995, you check it out. Just off the top, uh, Bradley Pierce underwent three hours of prosthetic makeup to become the monkey. Uh, he had to do it for about 15 to 20 days, but he said he loved it. And I'm pretty sure that Robin. How Williams old is he? Do you know how old he was? Like as a kid, that'd be kind of fun, no? Like just putting on like a bunch of Halloween makeup. Oh, I bet I would love it. Uh, I actually have this somewhere. Oh, I do too. It's because because yeah, Kirsten Dunst and what's uh, the name? Sorry, uh, Bradley, Bradley Pierce, Pierce. The two Shepherd children. They're only they're like the same age. They're only six months apart, actually. Even though she's so much taller, that's normal. He does that seem happens. much younger, though. Yeah, I will he say, seems like a younger brother, like four years younger. Yeah. Uh, Keene, New Hampshire was where the town was filmed. Apparently, Robin Williams is beloved there. They've uh, they gave him the the town. I'm going to say he's they beloved everywhere. He's beloved everywhere. Don't don't try to take him from us, Keen. Yeah, they're, it feels like they're trying to take him from us for sure. Out of the three of us, who's most likely to get a key to the city of what our city? Our any fair city, city, any city. I'd say right now it's a crapshoot. Is some one of us has to do something though. <laughs> Yeah. It's the only way I'd get to the Keys of the City is like to win like an eating contest or something. <laughs> like, and this guy ate 63 hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So this is kind of interesting. So this is a... My bet's Mark for what it's worth. Just, <laughs> he plays golf. You think I can put down hot dogs? So this is a, on Verified that also lends to some questions and kind of makes me angry, but there's a flaw in the design of the game and each player, their path has a different amount of squares to get to the center. So Sarah's piece has 35. The lower path is 18. 22 in the upper right and 26 then the uh so pretty much it ranges from 18 to like 36 is the highest on these paths in the animal you were taking yeah and the game takes it into account you know alan went into the jumanji for 26, 26 years. years he had the closest path speaking of which uh, this should be unverified but like short game could oh, have been a I, short we're going to talk about that. Just say oh, that. Oh, do I have? Some... Don't even. Don't put a. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't put a button in it. Put it like like. Just put a flag in it. Uh, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Put a we'll bring you back. in that one. Yeah, we'll talk about that. A uh, pair of shoes is still on display in Keen. Oh, nice. The I think you don't see see that enough. You'll see like the Home Alone house, or you'll see the Breaking Bad house. I don't see enough pair of shoes in my uh, Instagram feed. Sure don't. No. Uh, but I actually, see like too much. <laughs> I follow. Real. I follow a pair of shoes. Follow on pair of shoes. Group. You might actually see it more than you think. The parish house, at least, because it's the same house from the haunted mansion and the changeling, nineteen eighty. Which haunted mansion? Who can say? All right, I got a question for you. What came first, the movie or the game? 
the movie. Yeah, I did. The book. And, and then they, yeah, well, that's not what I asked. <laughs> hey, 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 uh, pipe down. They made the film into a board game in 96, and then they re-released it in 2018. Recently, I remember they seeing the game around. Like, I remember yeah. wanting the game. My fiance Megan had the game, and she's like, it was underwhelming because, you know, no Nothing Jumanji. happened. Because <laughs> it was a... <laughs> there's no stampede. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's just nothing. Yeah. She's like, you know, it was a... You roll a, like a draw four card is what she did. It's yeah. like a it turns yeah. Out yeah. Jumanji. Done in the four rolls. So she didn't think that, um, you know, real Jumanji was happening, but <laughs> I believe what she said was... She wanted it to be a digital screen to tell you what was happening in the game. You know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't. A little print. It doesn't even do that. I don't believe so. She said like an eight ball thing too. Maybe something floats around. Eight ball thing would have been great. Yeah. No, it was more of a like uh, you know all the games that we played like that had the swipe a card. No, it had a it had it was a red like plastic thing and you put the card into and you could only read. Oh, sure. It was that. So you know. Luckily, it was probably the most expensive game you could buy. The game is going for one hundred and fifty dollars on Amazon. As of right now, oh yeah, currently the old 106 version are selling quite high on eBay. Nope, nope, just uh, just currently they're selling. Just the like, if you want to buy Jumanji right now on, on Amazon, like the remix, it's one hundred fifty dollars. I feel like there's a diagram I could three D print that for cheap. The one you're thinking of is the actual one used from the movie sold on oh, eBay yeah, for the, sixty grand. The actual one from the movie sold, yeah, sixty yeah. grand. That's pretty crazy. I always like when the actual fourteen sold up there. There must have been like a that's cool though, of right? Those, all right. What are the, yeah, yeah, but the least a couple, at least a couple. Sure. Yeah. I would say like three. Okay, that makes Five? more sense. Yeah, I said maybe too many. <laughs> Thousands sounds <laughs> high now that we're talking about it, but that was hyperbole. We're nothing without a little hyperbole in this uh, podcast. Sure. These ones always kind of blow my mind because it seems like we could find out. It is not known who played the gun shop. Assi- sorry, it is not known who played the gun shop's assistant, Louise. She's uncredited in the movie, and to this day, no one remembers. I hope she listens to our podcast and be like, it's, it's, it's me. me. It's me. Well, if you're listening <laughs> out there, Louise, send me. She may be dead. Well, it's be, maybe. It's been a while. Uh, if you're out there, Louise, write in. This one is relevant, unfortunately. Robin Williams admitted that he did not need to get uh, startled for the scene where Van Pelt is shooting him with a blank. Um, just so Tough I, times we're in. Just so I don't forget this, that is aged horribly. Like... Mm. Now, now, just a postal shooter walking around. It's yeah. just, it just. I, I was watching. I'm like, oh, this makes me feel too, too real nowadays. I didn't explain that with a lot of words, but uh, it's scary. <laughs> we live in a scary world now, and the active shooter is worse than it was when I was. Speaking a kid. of postal shooter, <laughs> thanks for choosing us as your escape. <laughs> Uh, there was a rumor that Jumanji accidentally killed an uh, elephant during the stampede uh, scene, but that was just a rumor. Fake all, news. all the animals were CGI in this movie or a puppet. <laughs> Wait, there wasn't anything. There weird. was a rumor that this movie, the filming, killed a real <laughs> During filming, elephant. there was a rumor going around and got spread to news outlets that they accidentally killed a real elephant. <laughs> They that, did, but it wasn't on the film. It was like they went on a, well, yeah. an off day of shooting. Like, let's go to the local zoo. And they got to ride an elephant, and they killed one. Oh, also off of that, uh, New Hampshire is one of the few states in uh, America that doesn't have a zoo. No zoo in New Hampshire. they got to have a petting zoo. There's no, like, state uh, zoo like with wild animals. Yeah, there's no exotic wild animals. You don't zoo. always know about your uh, Joe Exotics, though. What your well, that's true. Doing. There might be some. Uh, that's uh, true. Might be someone in there, but but I know. can tell you what, right across the border, like is the biggest sign for a zoo you'll ever see in New Hampshire. Sorry, Vermont. This took place in New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was almost so close to being yeah, really good. Was sick it was a sick joke too. Uh, where the monkey steals the police car, stunt woman Betty Thomas actually lost control of the car 
and hit a tree at 60 miles per hour. That's crazy. You actually were watching me do it very fast. And I like, I like gasped. I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> crazy. Luckily, she was though. not injured. Yeah, this is the crazy part, though. Director Joe Johnson pled with the paparazzi not to release the footage that's, until after the movie came out crazy. because it would ruin production. And they're like, wait, you work with Robin? Fine, but we're saying you killed an elephant. <laughs> we love Robin here. We got to give him something. We got to give him a story. <laughs> Why would you pick an elephant? If you were going to lie about killing yeah. an animal, an There's elephant. zebras in there. Out of all the stampede animals, I feel like an elephant's got to be the most endangered. Rhino? No, rhinos are everywhere. Go to any fucking zoo in America. You don't always <laughs> see an elephant. <laughs> they must be like making rhinos. Probably it's a tiger, right? Uh, speaking of making rhinos, uh, the scenes with the stampede, with the rhinos going through a wall, any of those, they actually built a steel rhino. That they would launch through the raw, and then they just matted it in uh, CGI afterwards. But they built just a steel cool. rhino oh, head to at least like bust through everything. Probably would have looked way better as that steel, steel rhino, rhino than that shitty CGI. I'm just going to say it now. Let's just talk about the CGI. Okay. Like, let's it, this get should in. be an unverified, but I just want to talk about it now. I remember it being way better. The monkey suck. The quicksand sucks. Yeah. There's a lot that it sucks. It aged There's poorly. Well, good. That, well, just just to make tie this back in non-verified still, like, I remember so many specials, like Rosie O'Donnell and just talk show hosts, like, going on and bringing in, like, the kids to talk about the amazing animatronic and CGI special effects. Like, it was a big deal when this came out. It just proves again and again the things that aged the best from this movie were the puppets, were the True. makeup. Like, now, I mean, it, it just looks bad. Although I will say, if you're making an argument for this, does it look that much work? Call back to Titanic. No, it all looked bad from back then. You just can't age. Not all of it looks horrible. Like the monkeys look the monkey horrible, faces are pretty bad. But I remember those being a little less terrifying. Yeah, it um, just aged way worse. We we were. I mean, we've probably seen this movie in the last few years, whatever. But the we spiders kind of suck too. The very... spiders are the worst, and I actually think <laughs> it's uh, it, it's in, is it intentional? God, I hope so. Because like you could do better than that. You the three of us could have. Those gotten spiders still scare me though. I'm scared of spiders. No, I'm spiders. not scared of toy spiders, and I don't think they should be either. And if we're talking about that scene, let's do it. That no, kid no, can't no, no, actually. No. I'm actually out of facts. Should we just move this on to? I didn't uh, have one fact question for comment. You. Mark, what else you got? Uh, let's move it on to questions, comments, animosities. Just go back onto the special effects, Mark. Yeah, I mean, literally right here. I just this is me taking notes during the movie. I remember the monkey's face is looking a lot better, just in general. Overall, the CGI is decent. In parentheses, edit. Just saw the quicksand scene. <laughs> Woof. They did love doing that. Oh wait, no, it's quicksand. I thought you remember the vanishing when bodies vanish into sand. Just even like that. Which I do say that actually is terrible. That Very page bad. mastery effect, if I'm not mistaken. Though. Well, you might remember this from the live action portion of, of page, page master, master. <laughs> um the quicksand was rough but the practical effect Just rippling wood the, the practical effect though of getting stuck in wood still kills yeah that's good yeah you, can do you get a lot of funny robin williams there too in that scene really like, the end is the only time he starts to shine when he's like clue you know it's a game that can, that's like when he starts kind of shining through no, I, I do you agree with this? That I feel like that's Joe Johnson letting him like let letting the uh, the line out a little bit. Uh, I, I think, trickle down on verified. He was a little worried yeah. casting Robin Williams because he wasn't afraid he would. He'd heard that he loves to ad lib, and he was afraid he wouldn't be able to hone him in and follow the script. But he was also afraid. I'm guessing there's like I can't stop it if he does right. it. It's just gonna be a big. The part where he's blowing away the the, the spider is like, out of the corner of his mouth. I just laugh at that every time. 
I do. We all agree, though, as as big and as wild as Robin Williams wants to get, and obviously that's a talent. He's at best when he hones it in and yeah. harnesses it, and most people are probably, right? Yep. Yeah. In fact, that's a, a Martin Short note I have. I hate when he's on the whole time, but if you can just mm. get him, like, used correctly, it hits. Who's that, Martin Short? Yeah. Yeah. He's too much for me a lot of the time, but when, he's, when, he, when he hones it in, it's good. Um, what were you thinking about the CGI, though? You're, did you have any point about that? It's gotten to the point, though, where like it's nostalgic now. It's dated itself to the fact that it's so bad that I enjoy right. seeing it, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. nice. So there are the practical effects that still work. They worked at the time. It's fun just seeing the animatronic lion and like the puppetry alligators and stuff like that. But seeing those ridiculously terrifying monkey faces is also <laughs> kind of nice. You know, it's not good. They had like twenty-four teeth. It's nostalgic. I do want to say though, at Two the time. I think it seemed awesome, probably. Oh, yeah. I think everybody thought this is great. Again, all the talk shows at the time were just like going on about the special effects and bringing on the teams to show us the animatronic spiders. That was the the worst looking mosquito I've ever seen in my life. That, like, like, that game still gives me the shivers. Poking through the glass is ridiculous with it. There's just so much. We're talking about Grossest Thing. This is in most movies, but um, when plants come to life, in vines and a poisonous plant scares me more than a spider. Hmm. No, a sentient plant is a sentient <laughs> the right word. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, that's kind of freaky. I fucking hate a sentient plant that I has got a chills. I don't like it at all. I really, really. What do you think of M Night Shyamalan's The Happening? Nobody ever has. <laughs> oh, the the wind. Yeah, yeah we heard about Trees it. Or that one guy's Netflix special, The Corn, or what was it called? The oh, grass. tall grass. The grass. Tall grass. <laughs> Uh, there's a difference animosity uh, between teaching your kid to stand up for himself and sending him out to a beating with like 20 kids. Yeah, Granted, he didn't know, but they didn't know that in the 60s though. Well, or up until like you know a couple years, years ago, ago. <laughs> till till recently. No, he was still watching like from his office on the window, just like <laughs> <laughs> my boy's gonna be a man after this. Yep, sending him to Crawford's cliffside. Cliffside. I don't think don't that Alan Parrish was going to, without spending 26 years in Jumanji, was going to grow up to be a, a good person, mm-hmm. but he would have been successful. Well, let me, okay, this is like maybe jumping ahead, but since you're springing this up, he's coming back just with night terrors and all sorts of problems. That moment when Alan Parrish breaks down to uh, Peter, you don't know fear. You've never been like asleep at night hearing <laughs> things being eaten alive next to you. Like, he's been through too much to be a normal person. And true. Yeah, he'll never be good. In fact, one of the funnest things I understand why I've seen Castaway. I uh, <laughs> oh, don't hey. get me started on that. That he's not going to be okay either. <laughs> I don't care if he like took a little cruise on a gravel road at the end. It's not fine. <laughs> like nothing's going to be good. Let's just hope that UPS or FedEx it was. I guess just takes care of him for the rest of his life because he is not good. Don't worry, we saved a job for you. Actually, before we get too far away from the beginning of the movie, I just want to say those mm-hmm. parish ones. Those are sick as fuck. Oh, got to talk about that. Fives, yeah, we, we got to it. it disgusts me how ahead of the time it is. I wish it would have been a little more reasonable. I get it. It was cool <laughs> Still, at the time. Hold but... on. That's pretty fucking sick. Like, oh, yeah. Show pretty me him sick. making that out of the spare leather parts around. You know what I mean? Give me like a cruder version of that. The Chamberlain ones? You are talking. So you guys were talking and bringing up about um, how much the board game, the original board game goes, and uh-huh. then the set piece board game. Yep. I would pay more for the Parish ones than any other <laughs> set piece. Yes. Actually, you no know one would be actually really sick to get from this movie. A uh, a crew like jacket 
You know, yeah. like how they make those Letterman jackets and be all Jumanji on the back? I bet that'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing that right now. I bet that'd be so not cool. Oh, it'd be so awesome. <laughs> Got some, it, it, it's like a Letterman jacket, but no, no Jumanji. Oh, we, oh, we know, oh, we know, we know, we know what you said. loved it. <laughs> oh, do, I, do you want a little animosity about a little young Alan Parrish? Mm-hmm. You got to get off work sites. You gotta get the hell off the factory floor, and you cannot go to a construction zone. That's no. you got what you asked for. <laughs> J- also, twenty six hey, years of Jumanji. Big animosity. Hey, anybody else hear those fucking bongos? Yeah, yeah. No, those <laughs> tribal bongos. Jumanji chooses you. Oh, uh, do they? I don't know. Sarah, like it. Sarah Whittle as a child. She heard it. She heard it too. I think so. Right. I don't know that she did. I yeah, mean, she heard it. She must. She got the horns. I know that. You mess with the bull, you're going to get the horns. You mess with Jumanji, you're going to get some bats to chase you down the street. Uh, Question to you. Uh, Would you be willing to move into a murder house that was essentially a mansion if it's dirt cheap? What what are the circumstances that you'd be willing to move into that? Bleeding walls is where I move out. (laughs) Along with (laughs) that animosity, just there would be no reason, as cheap as it is, like, for... That lady to move in with like her brother's kids. Like. That's I do have. That's a huge animosity. That's such a huge house for this new situation in like a new town. Like just get a small oh, rent. Weird move right off the bat. Uh, there's some dialogue. She's gonna make it into a bed and breakfast. So maybe okay. Do so that. what she's what is she gonna do with the other like five bed two bath that she has left? I think a house when you have that much house and you're not able to contain it, is you um, murder your children. <laughs> <laughs> you chop yeah, them up and put them in the walls. Well, how shitty is it? Also, be like guys, I'm really sorry your parents died, but don't worry, a bunch of strangers are gonna live in this house with us now. <laughs> I think we know this much. Best case scenario, if you and get you're a, gonna cook them eggs. Yeah. If you get a mansion for the price of like you know a small house. Best case scenario is it's got a lot of plumbing problems and it's drafty and it's just cost too much. But it's it's either haunted or there's you know death. Yeah, there's death in that house. I mean, or just bad associated history. Like you know, it was owned, it was owned by a Nazi. Animosity about Alan Parrish, young Alan Parrish. I, I got tons of them. I won't. Stop. My biggest yeah. one is that like Cameron hates Mitch from Daisy Confused. I hate young Alan Parrish. I don't know why. Well, this is seeming undeserved. We're pro bullies in this one. Super pro bully. Rough him up. Rough him oh, up. Him and his rich dad running the town. He well, gets what's coming. I do He's have a parish. I do parish. have an animosity about that. The quickest solution to that is like, Dad, can you fire Billy, whatever's dad, real quick? And like the following people, they're being like, I can't do life. that, but I will fire the soul man. It's like, Dad, that's not what I was asking for. And I'm like, whoa. Uh, um, With the prototype that got the, the, the parish, parish ones, ones. Yeah. That got destroyed. Did he have a, a right shoe, or did he only have a left shoe? Did we did we have a pair? I, I did wonder that myself. We only had enough rubber material for one foot. <laughs> he did try to sell it, put him in a Shark Tank mode. It's like, but you only made one shoe. It's like, but you could picture the other one. Right? I will say, it doesn't say. It looks like he's maybe going for the box of shoes, so there could be another shoe. If this is 1960... Well, Mark, that's the problem. He did have the other shoe, and then he did continue the pitch. He's like, now, this is what broke that $3,000 machine downstairs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I still uh, think he could have made the pitch with the shoe. It's like, hear me out. I know that we put yeah, piece of, like look at this. It's pretty much this, just less tattered. And maybe you like if you Way like tattered, tattered, we like can tattered? do tattered. Uh, Funny enough, in 2020, tattered is like a thing. Better case you, scenario you don't know for now, but it will be a thing. It, it's a better case scenario for Carl though. He was working at a shoe factory. Now he doesn't. Get now to he's a cop. Is a cop. Well, like what? No, was, I mean, um, we're agreeing with you. Yeah, he's been a fireman. 
But we all just thought that he was gonna like become a multi-billionaire. How come we don't settle up what happened to him at the end of the movie? He plays guitar at the end of the Christmas party. Oh, he, so does. he does. He does. So he does. it didn't take off. Well, we also- no. If you hear uh, Alan at the end, he's like, "Dad, no, we we have the new cross trainer coming out." So it seems like maybe the whole like his shoe thing did happen. Okay. Well, hold on. So there is a deleted. Scene. A, have you seen the deleted scene, scene? No. of the ending, the alternate ending? No. No, I did not. This could be a Mandela effect. Do you remember this? That where they actually like open the, the presents shoe? he gives them, and it's actually shoes. They're called Ooh. the Jumanjis. Oh no, I don't. I, I wish I don't remember that. But it's so apparently in 2017, there's a Blu-ray like re-release of the alternate, the alternate ending. ending, and it's them opening up the shoes. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I think there's a little more about like don't go to Canada. Don't get, don't go right. to yeah. Don't get in the car oh, crash. Can what? I talk about that? That whole Just thing is that so little weird. Bit of scene. It's weird that. They that um, the ending is fucked for me. By the way, just preface like let's let's hold off on the ending. Okay, okay, there's okay, so okay. many yeah, issues. You're right, you're right, you're right. But and, 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 to... and when we don't get back to it, listeners, you know, our bad. Whatever. We know <laughs> it's fucked though. Yeah. Uh, our sorry animosity. I'm Alan Parrish. I just come back out of the game. There's not a chance in hell I'm gonna play that again. I'm like, oh, you just mean there's some mosquitoes and some monkeys out? Not my problem. Right, right. Yeah, we can I'm roll back. with this. He's not even thinking about the game. He's like. Like his parents just died. Like he he is so fucked. Mm. I do have questions about the gameplay and stuff, and maybe it'll get too too uh, nitpicky. If I know you have to finish the game, otherwise you're gonna deal with whatever Jumanji throws out at you. Mm-hmm. But one once once you're is it going to throw out anything at you if you don't roll? Because Alan was just trapped in there for 26 years, right? Maybe more of the thing. Like, it just won't stop well, coming. I think, yeah, they'll just be monkey. I don't yeah, think like Alan's come, had to deal with, like, like, those 10 monkeys are going to be the around. Bats. The bats. So, well, yeah, the bats were still there, like, 26 years ago. It later. was just the bats. They should have just stopped playing the game and be like, yeah, it's going to stampede around here for a while, but we're going to fucking move from this town. And yeah. Ooh, Alan Parrish is just Batman. <laughs> I see him though being like much more looking like a bat in his costume. They're yeah. the parachutes. They're kind of like the. Uh, oh the, yeah, the, there's the, the, there's the, lots the, of Bruce oh, yeah, Wayne crossover. They have a for big sure. mansion. They seem to have died young. I mean, he's borderline got the origin story of Batman. If they would have just gone to the opera, oh, we got that feel written. All also, over just it. kind of rude of that homeless guy when Alan Parrish is like, "Do you still see my parents?" Like, "Oh, I see him sometimes." <laughs> Just wild, maybe, wild. maybe say, "Oh no, they're dead." But I pass the gravestone yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But you know that guy later on in the day is like, "Sick burn, <laughs> sick burn." <laughs> Freddie really got well, that. Hey, when he just... says, "He's like, I see him sometimes," or like every once. I see in a while. him every day. I walk past him every what day. What we didn't see is the rest of that scene when he turns around. And he's like, "I'll be right there, Mister President," and he's just talking to thin air. Where's like, actually, no, it's the one on Franklin. It's not the other one that you're thinking. <laughs> oh, I do have a question. Did, they don't want to explain what happened to his parents because they should be alive still. Yeah. Only twenty six years, died of just, heart. Break. Yeah, you know, just, just of shame and yeah, stress you know, of like murdering your kid and getting away with it. It is odd that they left everything in that house. Well, a cursed house, the a bloody shirt. House. Yeah. Well, yeah, even like his clothes and stuff. Well, why would his bloody the, shirt from that day you, be in there? He put like all his money into looking for young Alan. Uh, so why, yeah, why would like they leave the room without it being investigated? Like evidence. Okay, you're and- telling me that the rich snob guy in town kills his son, <laughs> goes crazy, and leaves <laughs> everything in his mansion, and then the town people aren't going to go in there and raid that mansion. That's all. <laughs> oh, I'm that mansion's been raided, but it's like, what do you want to do with a bloody old shirt? There's so much in there still. They barely raided. I mean, everybody in the town seems to think it's pretty cursy. cursy. So, yeah. Actually, well, I'm just thinking about this now. The trope where like things were better off if you weren't born 
kind of gives me uh, It's a Wonderful Life vibes and the end with the Christmas sneaky Christmas movie what do we think oh, no, 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 this, no, no. this movie here no but it I do want to say that is true though well you know family vibes I do want to say in the, uh, in the props in defense of our podcast this is a great fall movie Really gives is. you fall feels. It's not the foliage, but it's you can see the brass. It's not that sunny. It's a good in betweener movie. Yeah, I actually respect the the release date. Oh, it did make it made two hundred twenty eight million dollars at the box office. Hmm. Not too so, shabby. Jesus Christ. Um, they were was trying Robin to make Williams a sequel. pulling the, those numbers at yeah. that time. I yeah. Think about this. I I don't have the exact years, but he's coming off. This is when he moves yeah, into right. his big budget family friendly move movies before he gets completely dramatic. So is this like what why people are coming in the movie? Robin Williams? Is yeah, that, definitely. Yeah. At least a big pretty big You got guy. this, Mrs. Doubtfire around the same time, Aladdin, Flubber's about to follow, and we're like, We've had enough, but you know <laughs> thank you, Mark's thank favorite you. Mark's favorite. Yeah, Appreciate no, that. he's obviously in the sweet spot of like this family friendly but big budget mm-hmm. exciting movie. Um, so do you want to hear if I wrote a sketch how I would do this? Sure. Obviously, you can't realistically depict what Alan Parrish would be like coming out of there because he'd be crazy. Super crazy, right? I do think the funny sketch would be if he comes out of there, he changes his clothes and he gets shaved, but all his thought processes are still in 1965 or 69. <laughs> so he's just like just an old racist white guy? Yeah. Well, not the racist part, but like a woman working, like stuff like that. Gotcha. You know? <laughs> that that's it. Not racist. That's not what I was saying. Also, just comment props <laughs> to him, though. For first time shaving and cutting his own hair from like crazy bush the to hair like is this, more impressive. The hair is the most impressive. He had to have found some sort of razor or clippers. And no? that's I the mean, only thing. They're rusty and twenty six years old because everything's just abandoned there from his father. So like that ain't gonna be good. No. Yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's true. Didn't even think about that. That's the most unbelievable thing. Or he used like a nineteen ninety five woman's leg razor, like a disposable from the ant or something. But uh, super lucky that Sarah Whittle stayed in town. I mean, no, you think what? what Sarah Whittle. Whittle. I mean, you think that that traumatic thing ruined her life? She'd get out of there like, like maybe a year later. Be like, well, I'm leaving and never coming back. I gotta call out Sarah Whittle and all the um, therapy she's talked about. Mm-hmm. Somebody should have suggested you move the fuck out of town. Yeah, if you've had such, and definitely move out of that house. Either way, you're starting to what? You're starting a, a psychic. Uh... Business, you're gonna read palms, are oh, you? Yeah, if anyone really needed a restart, Alan Parrish wasn't doing good, but this is huge for her. She's it's like, huge. Oh, she's like, Oh, thank god, Finally that was some a clarity. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I do want to say though, Bonnie Hunt, she, she's funny as shit in this movie. Yeah, she is like, she kills in like the three things I really know her from, but she, <laughs> she's at, she's very funny. The whole when she like realizes she has to start playing the game, that's when is uh, when she's best. She turns on, Oh, can we do you guys want to talk about gameplay? Because I do have some questions about me, gameplay, yep. me too, because like, for since they do roll out of order a few times and the game just doesn't do anything and they're like oh like but then later when peter does it it's like mm, you're fucking with me now you're a monkey and you cheated i feel like they were fucking with him maybe there is no <laughs> gameplay it's like one of you could have just kept rolling you dipshits read the rules nobody read the rules <laughs> even though they're just printed on both sides of the board you just got to flip it you would assume it's the same thing on both sides though it's a little tricky that it's split between the sides yeah. Uh, Alan Parrish is an expert of what Jumanji can throw at you because he's been trapped in there for 26 years, right? right? Bad roll, by the way. Tough roll. Tough Worst roll. roll of the game. Bad roll. I mean... And then to stop playing the game for how long? You know, I mean, It really isn't a good roll, but I mean... That's the that's worst. That's the worst roll. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst roll they show Bad us. roll. Bad roll. Yeah. Like, the worst roll. Except, though, you should normally... I'm just thinking have... of all the rolls that we've at least experienced. Bad roll. 
What was the actual die roll? Something about five or eight. Here's oh, the deal, jungle though. will seal your fate. Some, it, all right, say three people were playing rather than just him and Sarah at the beginning. Could, he would have been out of there in like ten years. There's another person. <laughs> I don't know how long it takes to get a five and an eight. Well, it, uh, I think apparently when he's getting or, sucked in, he does yell, Sarah, roll! Good goddammit, Sarah, roll! So it would have been pretty helpful if she at least maybe did was one more. Was there any well, good times how, for yeah, him wow. inside Jumanji? Did you find like a nice Akuna Matata moment, like some lagoons and eating bugs? No, no, I didn't see. It's a goddamn. It's a goddamn horror show. It's a constant Hunger Games situation. Constant. So here's here's the question I have. Though. I, I was <laughs> trickling down. Suck. He's an expert in the game, but he's really just been trapped on like in Jumanji. Right. How does he know? Is he getting chased by the hunter the whole time? Is there stampedes at every corner? What's going on in his Jumanji? It doesn't think seem it like it would be. Th- well, because like he knows Van Pelt is, but like. And he does seem to hate him, but he even says, like, Alan rolled, you didn't kind of thing. So he's only going yeah. after him because of the role. So, so okay. But being stuck in Jumanji is just like a living hell every day, every I second. I think it's just, you know, living in a jungle. I think it'd be just as bad as if you and me were now just... Some days you have to deal in. with the lions. Some days, oh, there's Van Pelt's after me. Some Oh, shit, I'm in the... I don't think it's as all necessarily after him, but he's just with him. Okay, so he just lives in a jungle. Yeah. But it's not like... A terror every second. Yes, because it's a jump. Yes, I think you're dealing with one or yeah, you're dealing with I think something. Both are true. Okay. Maybe not all at once though. Is what I think is what you're going after. No, I, I don't even know. I've, I just, I've been just trying to figure out what's going on for Alan inside Jumanji. Is he getting chased by everything Jumanji has? It's just an episode of Naked and Afraid. If you and me were dropped there instead of someone who has a little bit of skill, terrifying. Terrifying. Um, I didn't pick up on this until like, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago watching it. I kind of thought the town was just going crazy because all the animals and I didn't pick up on all the looting and the fact that there oh, was so much looting like, town. I didn't pick up on how Biff world dark the ghost town of got. Christmas past type. Shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The town got pretty dark and crappy. Maybe that town though is because of gameplay in an alternative universe. The fact that there's just been bats there. For just, they were leaning on the parishes hard. Yeah. Well, they needed those true. parish ones to come out bad. Would you guys... No, we shouldn't talk about if we'd loot or not. I would. Okay, yeah, me too. (laughs) I mean, in my small town. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. What do you think is the most iconic thing to come out of the game that you remember as like either... Monkey or the Stampede, maybe? I think Stampede for me. Oh, that you mean as gameplay, that's the biggest one. But for whatever reason, the the lion Lion. really sticks in my head for being a big part of this movie. Bigger than it really was. Um, Lucky for them, that lion just wanted to take a nap all night. Yeah, pretty much a chilled in the room. He's like, whatever. We, We were kind of talking about this earlier, but the game pretty much gives you a warning every time you roll of immediately leave the vicinity because that danger's coming here. So it seems like if you just rolled... Ran, read what's happening, and maybe know, jumped though. straight in a car. Could I not just like, could we hop out of the car, roll the dice in the parking lot? Oh, just outrun the game. Yeah, continuously be on the move. Read what's about to come and then drive off to like a new parking lot and just do that like 10 times quick. So hear me out. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like the vines and like the um, the Venus flytrap type things were just only in the house because they were in the house, right? It did mm-hmm. venture out and eventually to get the cop car. So, so that's like, what I think. Vicinity, I don't vicinity. think it matters. Like, I think. If you're I think outside, eventually Jumanji is going to actually cut. outside instead of out, inside of a house. I 100% agree with it you. It must follow you. But I think Jumanji follows you. Oh, yeah, the hunter follows inside. you the whole time. I, yeah. I agree with that, but they're following you um, within reason and in 1920s fashion of just 
very slowly. So I think if we got Stampede to 1995, like if we got yeah, the car just up. drove away from all it's just these like things. the daily train, you know, you got to plan for that. Roll, read, run, get in the car, drive away. Run. Well, the the triple R, the Never real the real move would be everybody just get through your fucking rolls. Yeah, just roll until you can't Animosity. roll no more. Short game. Just do I that think it's like run. a four roll, four oh. four turn game for it really everybody. is. And yeah. that that might have been a complaint with uh, with Megan. It's like it's a real short game when there's no like <laughs> monsters chasing you. But um, this game should not have lasted twenty six years. It should have lasted twenty minutes. No, it's all Sarah Widow's fault. Yeah, it's Sarah. Marcus's. Well, actually, no, tough because. Alan does get sucked into the game. Yeah, let's blame Alan a little bit. I mean, how does he roll? That's tough. What do we do there? Well, it's Alan's Loophole. fault, ultimately. So would she have just been getting turned? What if she never just rolled it? She just turn. had to keep just, oh my god, there's a lion and a zebra and some monkeys. And... <laughs> just deal with it But here's the deal, though. If, oh, if he rolled an eight. There he is. If we're nitpicking, she's not getting chased by bats for 26 years. She got no. just chased. They eventually went away. Actually, that's why she's crazy. They did stick to her. She's doing pretty well. She's killed, the that's what the game should do, though. She's killed 26 she years. the whole time. <laughs> they should have made that a thing where, like... It kills you or you kill it. Well, she's just dealing with bats. Like, she's like... She's the bat. Well, lady. that's your she's Batman, Batman origin. <laughs> that's yeah. your origin. I got sick thoughts. Sick thoughts. Um, she's holding it together pretty well. She just seems like a divorcee. Well. Yeah, she's as as good. much as you know, she should just be mad and crazy. She should not be living in that house unless they made an asylum and it's padded. <laughs> Animosity. Alan didn't have to handcuff the cop. He was. He no. didn't have to handcuff the cop. He was on his side. No. He, he was even like, "I'm gonna regret this," but like, "I believe you." And then he immediately fucks him. Like he could have been a help the rest of the movie. I do believe he was trying to keep him safe in in theory, but he should have used him. Yeah, his resources and keeping him safe is like, "Don't worry, you're trapped to this car while all these vicious animals are on the loose. You'll be fine." <laughs> What I'm about to bring up is going to be the end of the movie mm-hmm. and, my, and my biggest animosity with the character's choice and movie. Right. And it's not the Christmas scene. It's right before that. It's when, when, when Sarah and Alan get back as kids mm-hmm. into the 60s. Uh, you got to burn that fucking game. You can't just throw it in a crick. You got to imagine it's like a uh, possessed thing. You can't really get rid of it. And also... Yeah, I, but they didn't try. I would at least... They're like, that's like the end of that. I would at worked. most want it out of my... Somehow town. it worked. That's true. It what got, do you mean? It got to Egypt or wherever it fucking anymore. went to. Yeah, but now it's Egypt's problem. I'm saying they should have made it well, nobody's problem. They All right, that's, that's true. Kind, that's the boomers. That's that, that's what that's how they... They didn't try too hard. It's it was that's true. It's somebody else's problem. Send boomers. it overseas. But at the, our, our, at the same time, wouldn't you kind of just at least... Try to get it out of town. Like, well, I really hope this doesn't come back. You probably would have, like, gone out of the room and, and like, come back into me rolling again. Like, I'm sorry. I just started playing again. I, I couldn't I, help myself. I would say I would just game. keep it in the house and never play again. But you know that drumming would just be constant. Real so- question. Say you keep the board. <laughs> That's right. Do you have to use the dice that come with the game or any dice can be used? Oh, because if you lose them, yeah, what happens then? Then you're just fucked. It's, it's best that Alan didn't get a live in that reality because he couldn't have handled it. One, he they would have to somehow bring his identity back from the dead. I mean, he's been missing for twenty six years. I'm so, I'm sure that happens sometimes. Though. I've been in the house the whole time. Um, technically, yeah, <laughs> I guess he's just been in the attic, like in Jumanji or wherever the fuck that. Okay, my point was the 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 kids in eighteen whatever eighteen sixty nine did a better job hiding it than than I think you're right. Throwing it in the river system, like letting it, <laughs> letting it especially anybody grab shallow, it. like right over especially the. Especially yeah, in comparison, especially in comparison, because they, I mean, that was a much smaller world, so they really got out there outside of their small community yeah. in that time period to like bury it. 
Secondly, also that has to be like right next to like the Mississippi. I, I don't know where else it was. Like, yeah, for sure. I completely <laughs> forgot that whole part of the it's movie started. And how much? We, oh, Do I you guys not, remember that at no, all? Don't remember the beginning at all. If we had a Mount Rushmore of like moments of movies you never even remember to be a part of it, that would be on mine. I, and how much does it suck already fighting for survival in 1860? Then you pick up a game that just brings more hardship upon you in the in your pioneer. Not only hey, that, they finished it though. Yeah, they got, well, yeah, they did, not the other six kids they were playing with. But not only that, like, board <laughs> Van games. Van Pelt still a thing, or is it just 1869? That's what that I was curious shit. about. It is like, oh, he was from the future. He's like, he's got these amazing guns. It's like an elephant gun. <laughs> well, the, it's oh, a that, mo- that would be terrible. Well, him yeah, going back with, like, the, oh, well, now Van Pelt's got a fucking <laughs> AR-15 with he's a silencer and a scope. He's going to tear up and settle some wrongdoings once he gets back to Jumanji. <laughs> Um, got a that real question though. If we go back to the 1869 past or whatever, with these, mm-hmm. they were kids, right? That right. in their time period, they didn't even have fun games. They're like, uh, you cannot blame them to play a board game. That would have been all the talk. That's a World Fair discussion, like we're talking about. <laughs> like a board game in that time period would have been amazing. Just dice and movements. Oh, it would that have been is chess and, and checkers. It would have been such a great anyway. So we've already kind of talked about it, but the house is dangerous. Like, it's annoying they keep going back to it, let alone just, like, staying in their same spot the whole time. But it's aggravating in the end with... I want to get to the spiders here. When they don't get to anybody... Again, I think the house is a a better spot to have the problem confined rather than, like, having just a shit ton of spiders That's true. You could just switch rooms. Like, I guess just shut the door... It's probably more of a balancing act. There's going to be a point in time where the house and Jumanji overwhelms you that you'd have to get out of the house. But they could have waited longer. True. But I'm angry at the end when he's like, quick, go run all the way down three levels to the shed to get an axe because there's a spider right here in front of my (laughs) fucking face. eight spiders right here. Like, by the time Peter came back, they would have been eaten. They would have been dead. It does give me one of my... uh, the look into the camera. The fourth wall break. I, I, do, I like that. I do. It's I odd, always though, liked it from a kid. It never came. It, it That's the only one in the movie, though, right? Sure is. It kind of comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Shouldn't even be there. Oh, I, I do enjoy it. But I like it. Right before that scene uh, brings up a really a big question I had watching at this viewing. Mm-hmm. What's going on? How bad does his tail hurt trying to escape? <laughs> yeah. And if that's the problem, just, you know, just take him down a lot. Take him down. Yeah. Like, figure something, it out, buddy. Figure something out. Anyway, like, I think if you're mostly down. monkey, there's a certain point where you can just take your pants off, and it's just like, I'm more animal than man The now. embarrassing <laughs> thing is, I would have done it too early, and like, that's still human that's dick. That's a human dick. <laughs> that's a little, that's a human dick. Hasn't... I was going to say a little boy's dick, but I didn't want to say that. But he's a little boy. So, we have talked about the trauma that clearly these two are going to be in. Uh, Alan and uh, Sarah Whittle. Sarah Whittle. But it is pretty sweet that they get a Narnia just second life, and they seem to remember everything. Oh, yeah. Like, total... You know, Jumanji gives... It takes away and it gives back. You know, if you beat the game, you get a, you get a do-over. Like, yeah, you have those 26 years of complete fear and rage and anger and being alone. <laughs> but, hey, look, now you get to be a kid again. Well, it's you like know post, what? With those same feelings post, inside post of you. Post-nut clarity. It's like post-Jumanji clarity. <laughs> <laughs> it's just You know like what, though? That. Even with the That reboot, was a tagline. <laughs> post-nut clarity. <laughs> Jumanji coming. December 15th. <laughs> oh, that was actually unintentional. Oh, it was a happy accident. Uh, uh, oh, that one was bad. It keeps going. There we go. Keep that in. Or don't. Whatever. <laughs> no, keep that in. Um, um, t- 
time travel at the end. The ending pisses me off. It really does. I don't know who is supposed to remember what. Here's here's why it's annoying because the kids are talking um, when they get back into the past. Where our memories are fading, I want to kiss you before I forget being yeah. an adult. And then like, nah, they remember everything. Yep, oh, no, but turns out just stayed. You say Jumanji giveth, it taketh. I think it just it should taketh, and you just you don't but get that life you, back. If you, you win, are not. Well, if you Mark, win. we don't know how many kids have not finished Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji's finished the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, they did finish the game, and that we, seems to be. We the do only know thing. from at least the reboot that it seems a popular thing for Jumanji to suck at least one player in for an extended period of time. Oh, it's you're gonna get that. sucked in. Yeah, you're into that. Someone's lately. getting sucked. We know that much about Jumanji. Someone's getting sucked. Oh, speaking of which, comment. The dad's pretty chill at the end of him leaving for five minutes, coming back, and there's a random girl in, in the living room with uh, with uh, Alan. Like, no. Yeah, I mean, this because, isn't like a, a great display of parenting. Well, I mean, granted, he is like a bad 60s dad. He's trying to you know teach his son to not to cry and chin up. And he's like, oh, but you got a girl in the yeah, living room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like, I didn't think you had it in you. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, I'm right, sure right. he's like, whatever, I was mad at, and I still am because I hate it. It is heartwarming. <laughs> I'll say that's, that, that part always is kind of like, yeah, it warms about your heart father to son, Mark? Yeah. He's like, no. No, you're I, a man now, and damn it, you'll speak to me like one. And, and by then, the way, I'm still firing Carl. So I, I, I wish you could take... Um, <laughs> or like, I'm glad you told me, son, but it's too late about he's Carl. still going to let him go. Not only... A parish doesn't go back on his word. <laughs> the good thing is we are taking that design, and I'm going to make us <laughs> millions We stole the fuck out of that. It's, it is now the parish ones, for sure. <laughs> Forever and ever and always. <laughs> Uh, this was a big nostalgic movie, and it's aged nicely for us, uh, both badly and well with the CGI. But uh, let us know if there's anything major we missed here, any plot points or any just crazy things in this movie. But we're going to move on to recasting. Recasting. Nice and tight. Uh, the, the lowest person I did is the 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 mom, the parish mom. Uh, I, this is totally just because of Hook, but I did Carolyn Goodall. She plays Moira from Hook. Moira. Moira. I did not have that, so I'll 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 take that. I I, I like that's that. no problem. Who do you guys have as the dad? Because I'm guessing you guys did that slash Van Pelt. Two part person, got to play the same part. Yeah. I think I have a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I do did too. think maybe most about this one because I'm like I I gave anyway. Uh, Tim Curry. Big Bears cheer. Sorry, yeah, so, off sorry. the record, this Aww. seems very good. Yeah, something this, happened. This sucks. If you're listening out there, it's <laughs> the not a is, bad take. Oh, you just got you got like cucked by the I Bears. Did, I did get cucked. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I came in. I told Megan, my fiance, I'm like, this is going to kill. And it sure didn't. But if you're listening out there, think about it. Just right as it works. Actually, yeah, I mean, Tim, no, it doesn't just work. It's good. Tim, Tim Curry is a is a consistent recasting for the cold classic. Oh, he's a, well, I was just going to say he's a just bearing. No, it's all a great right, pick. Right, it's a great up. pick. That sucks. Cause a, I actually think it's better than my pick. Do you okay. want to go? I did Charles Shaughnessy. He's Charles the dad Shaughnessy. from uh, The Nanny slash Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. I got you. He's voice, just very, very proper. Good. Yeah, somewhat. But also, actually, Mark, go real quick. Alan Rickman. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like that. I was thinking of uh, Mr. I like Mr. Malfoy. Because um, I think he could play the both. Like, he could, he could play Van good. Pelt, like, really well. 
I almost better like, than the dad. I, I like him as the dad quite a bit. Yeah, that cold mean. Yeah, dad. cold mean. I mean, Snape. I have right. two, but one's already done the kind of double role. I thought Jason Isaacs, but he's also done the Captain Hook, Peter Pan kind of like dad oh, role duh. before. If we're doing Captain Hook, then we're probably Walken, Christopher Walken from oh, the live oh. TV version. Okay, cool. Anyway, just to recap, I did say Tim Curry, and it's good. Okay, Tim Curry's good. I think it actually wins. That's the thing. What sucks. Tim Curry wins. It's a good one. It I, really I is. I lost in a big way. Uh, who'd you have for Bentley? That would be the cop. Will Smith. Okay. Uh, time period-wise, that's right It's right in the, the money. I had someone else, but I think it was just the mustache, but I switched mine uh, to Lamore and Morris. He plays uh, Winston on New Girl. That's, oh, I, nice. I love that. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I know I bring up a lot, but Meg was watching a Netflix movie that he's in, like a romantic comedy. Oh, nice. Um, I went Tim Meadows. Okay. Time period around. Plus, I just I like Timmy Meadows. Because of the mustache, I wanted to do Carl Weathers, and I had to do a rethink on that one. I was like, it's not a That would have been great. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. All right. I like I like. Lord I would have liked Morris to better. see Carl Winslow, the fictional character in there, too. Just <laughs> toss him in from uh, Family Family Matters. Uh, <laughs> What about Aunt Nora? I'll get mine out of the way because I thought about casting a lot. I'm just going to do my... If you're drinking out there, take one. Carla Guccino. She's got to be in someone's each week. And it took me a lot to not recast her as... I didn't this week because I figured somebody would. Mark, who'd you have? I'm not in love with the pick, and I, I realize why it's incepting me now. It's because we did uh, Scream at the start of the Halloween season. I'm doing Courtney Cox. I thought you were going to do Nev Campbell. Oh, I don't mind me. either of those. Nev Campbell, yeah, okay. Courtney Cox is fine oh, with Courtney me. Cox. Uh, I, I just... I just Sort of just Hit like high. I I did Sandra Bullock. Just as she, the aunt. I yeah. get it. She could play that role. She can but do anything. Seems... Yeah. So sure. whatever. I don't know. I don't love it. Obviously, my bad. But isn't she great? Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't sell go. that well, but you could have maybe sold me on that. Because I <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't love it. Could she have played that role? Yes. Yes. Let me see. Uh, Who do you have as Peter? Um, I'll go mine first. It's not inspired. I do it, but I still think it'd be good. I think young Fred Savage, specifically age group. I'm going to go with that's, that's pretty good, Princess actually. Bride, Fred Savage. That That's pretty good right there. Thank Mark, you. who do you have? Joseph Mazzello. Name's familiar. Who's that? Little brother in Jurassic Park. Okay. Oh, I get that. Yeah, the, That's both probably of, better both than Both of those are great. And I was going to initially say the little brother from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but I've already done, I've done him. And I just did a throwaway Jonathan Lipnicki. Which one's he? He's in Stuart Little. He was oh, the I little, hate that one. Little yeah. vampire, like that little fucker. I hate that one a lot. That kid, <laughs> that kid's only good in one role, and it just. What about J, J J Double T J T T? I like. Oh, of course, yeah. I love that. Taylor that Thomas. would be a perfect one. I thought yeah. about it too. The kid from the Santa Claus is also probably a pretty good one in there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can see it. Mine was a shitty one. Who'd you have as Judy? Judy, Judy, Judy. I think I have a good one. Who do you got? I'll let you say yours first in case we have the same one. I went opposite. I went Emmy Rossum. Okay. She's from Shameless. Oh, but like from her snow snow day or whatever. Yeah, she was also a, she was in a Disney made for TV movie. She was a kid actor. A yeah. Phantom of the Megaplex or like Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Opera. Phantom of the yes, Opera. I get that. I didn't know her before. I know I was uh, like alive during it, but I like that. Mm-hmm. Who do you have? So I got. I think mine was the obvious one. Maybe I went um, Christina Ritchie. Christina. Oh, oh, I did not have yeah. that. Oh, okay. I, I thought that other people. I, I time period. She's in another one. movie from '95. Casper, obviously, you know. But yep. I thought, like, yeah, a little Christina Ricci. Mine's a little interesting, and it's a hundred percent because I've embarrassingly watched about three seasons, seasons of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. 
Oh, I Melissa did Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart? No, I did Kiernan Shipka. She, oh. She's the blonde oh. girl who plays Mad Men. Mad Men. She's uh, Sally. But now she's like oh, 21 years old. you're talking old about and... the new Sabrina or something. I like okay. that. I like it's not that. good. I've seen so much oh, of it. Oh, she would have been good. I don't like Sabrina. I'm, I'm saying I like her. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's actually, acting. I'm actually pretty proud of that one. She That'd be a good recasting. That's also like impressive to like, I couldn't think of a modern person, you know, so I kind of stayed there. I've watched a lot of Sabrina in the past sure, week. Sure, yeah. That's what I. I didn't no. even know there was a new one. Mazel, Mazel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. I think she. Is, I definitely yeah, thought of that. That works for me. I only avoided that because I thought somebody else would say it. Who do you have as Sarah Whittle? I think I have a good one Whittle. that mm-hmm. I actually think I've used her recently, but I went Tina Fey. Okay, I think it's a great Tina Fey role. Then she doesn't always transition to movies. In fact, I don't think she ever has. But this one feels good. That actually you get works to be for funny. Me. You get to be. I'm not in love with it, but sure. Okay. I kept it in a similar SNL world, and I went Kristen Wiig. I get it. Really it's similar. You guys yeah. thought she was like a funny role. I thought Bonnie Hunter was funny. Know. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean it's a funny role. I just like you guys are picking like. I could make this an like action comedians. adventure movie and change it. Bonnie Hunt a, was a comedian. Yeah, for a while. but she was I don't know funny. if she's okay. stand up. But also sure. think about Kristen Wiig in uh, Walter Mitty. You know, that's not yeah, overly yeah. funny. Oh no, yeah, that. that, that's true. Would you have Mark? That's where I had Sandy B. Oh, see, I could have seen that. There, there, there's a version of this movie where I made it like more. Yeah, that works action-y. better for me. That works a lot better for me. <laughs> yeah, you put you put Sandra Bullock as the. Aunt. I couldn't think of the end. I didn't want Carla Gugino. Okay. Okay. Well, but the shoes on your radar. Of course, she yeah. is every week. She. Was, all right. We're such fans of her, and we I'm really doing like are. three movies. And, and I couldn't do her again. I like I. I, I on your her, radar, though. Had to take her. Yeah. All oh, right. she's she's in the hunt always. <laughs> all uh, right. Are we down to Alan? Yeah. Um, mine's a little bit looks alike, and I, I, I well, always look, do. Preface before this, it's hard to. We don't do these because we want to see this actor in place of who's already in the movie. It's just this is the this category. Is, it's a fun thought exercise. Mm-hmm. But hear me out. I always end up doing um, the same person for uh, for Who'd Robin Williams, so doing? I switched it out and I did Steve Carell. I wrote down Steve Carell and then next it. So I definitely get that. But I also did Steve Carell to team up with Tina Fey because I know they have chemistry. And I did a Steve Carell, Christine, Kristen Wiig. You did Steve Carell. I don't I don't hate that. I, I think that could actually work. I did Tom Hanks. So that I works. was going to say totally that at works. the beginning. I think Tom Hanks, this would be a great Tom Hanks role, probably a better movie. I'm trying to think who else has like that well, charisma we, that, we talked that about Robin it with, Williams has. We talked about it in Big, how he's good at like ha- like bringing it without going over the top. Yeah. So if I up the action, I wanted this to be a Brendan Fraser vehicle, obviously. Okay. Um, but I went with for this type of movie a little more. Brendan Fraser is actually pretty good. Sorry, go on. All right, yeah, it'd be great. But then I can't put That's him actually, with Tina Fey. That, that is actually very good. Okay, if I do Brendan Fraser, then I gotta nix Tina Fey, make her the aunt, and bring up Carla Gugg. Yeah, yeah. I would watch that movie today. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I wish we had like I'd watch that right now. Um, but for the comedic aspect of it, I went uh, Ben Stiller. Mainly like okay. Night Exam. Just feels like it could have been. That works also. Uh, so also Tina Fey, Ben Stiller. But I, I, I do like your Steve Carell. Steve Carell I, I was going to put Jim Carrey there because that's usually my go-to. Just about that. Also an over-the-top actor who can do serious and when he can tone it down is good. But you know what's weird? So I, I, Damn, I definitely thought too. about... But I always that's do that for Robin Williams. I thought about Jim Carrey, but here's why I think it's... It's that's tough. The- you know what Robin Williams does that Jim Carrey doesn't? Hmm. Jim Carrey has a capacity to do um, 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 dramatic and comedy, but he he rarely mixes the two into one 
role. That's true. Whereas Robin Williams obviously can do both, but he does so well mixing the comedic Many and emotions. grounded. Yeah, that's true. I wish that Jim Carrey. It seems like it gets a little too physical with uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, like he. His, and he, then it becomes uh, like a Jim Carrey yeah. silly movie instead of like. It would have been in his prime still though. That like night. Well, it might oh, be a little early. No. It well, no, that would have been there. like right at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. No, right in the sweet spot of his prime. Like even liar, liar, he gets kind of goofy. Like. Yeah, he still does. You know, faces and wild yeah. and wacky. I wish he could be hit that. Toned down and dramatic. <clears throat> and now it seems like he's cut the uh, ribbon. Sunshine. sunshine. That's like a dramatic yeah. movie, right? I wouldn't yeah. consider that in any way comedy. You know, all around, I think well, we all had a little pre- bit of Jim Carrey in there. Like, just a little bit. You're right. I feel like we all had some pretty good ones this week. I definitely had a couple of just chalk throw ones in there, but uh, everyone this week got some pretty good ones. Yep. Yeah, Tim Curry. Not too <laughs> Tim bad. Tim Curry. I, I'd say out of all the times I've used Tim Curry, this one's actually a really good one. Think of all the kid villains he's played. Give villain in villain kids, and kids movies. movies. Sorry, he is. You know, true. Uh, should we move on? I to... like it. I do. Like the more no, I think it about it, good. it's the perfect pick. It came at the wrong time. You almost have to redo it. Yeah. Also, just apologies, everybody. There is a Bears game going on, and it's currently picking up right now. So there is a little volume from the bar downstairs. Or they have a raffle. I don't know. Or if there's it's actually raffle. the game. This game. Uh, let's move it on to Mount Rushmore. Top, top four. four. Mount Rushmore. Top, top four. Welcome back to Mount Rushmore. This week, in honor of Kirsten Dunst, Jordan wanted to do <laughs> child actors who possibly peaked acting as children. I'm going to put a caveat. Okay. Okay, so I just, in, in the text thread, I just said, okay, thinking I knew what that meant. <laughs> yeah. I made a list thinking I knew what that meant. What are you about to say? I'm specifically saying people that peaked, <laughs> peak sounds harsh, but were really good child actors like Kirsten Dunst. Okay. Um, but they're even though they're still acting, I'm not talking about just like flame outs necessarily. Maybe like just child. better as Yeah, they were just better as version. kids. Got it. But are still acting is the thing that I'm kind of focused on. Okay. Like they continued as adults, but they just had a better child career. So that's the theme we're going with this week. And Do we agree? Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. I have some that kind of like slip Blind out of that out. category yeah. a little bit. You know, okay, like cool. the, the peaked version, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, I won Rock, Paper, Scissors this week, so I get to go first. Uh, I'm going to do someone who we've done before on the podcast, go back and see School of Rock, and I'm going to recommend Miranda Crosgrove, iCarly, School of Rock, and granted there is the reboot of iCarly now, but it's essentially reliving the height of her as a child actress. She's the manager? She's band manager. I feel like there are like a thousand better picks than that. Yeah. Well, it's the one I went with. That's, well, good for you. You get to try one of those dick lips. I'm going to go Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. That's chalk, but Macaulay Culkin. So I'm going a personal favorite, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of people that I'll have in my honorable mention that would make a better list. But I'm going to go with somebody that continues to act into adulthood, has had his own TV show, or been a co-star in a TV show. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking to Jordan Jones and everybody in this room, and you (laughs) saw him as a kid, you're like, born in the wrong time period. Get this guy a variety show. Get him something. He's (laughs) going to go somewhere. I'm going to say David motherfucking Krumholtz. David Krumholtz. Just on top of the world, we're talking... We're talking, uh, what's his, Bernard, the head elf? You got him in 10 Things I Hate About Here. Are we going to springboard to something better? I don't know. Get him a late night show. Because those are the only two I can think of. But did he not jump up? Is he still acting? Yeah, he was numbers. And he's he on a, up he's a, on a cop show a now. He shows up on a bunch of Judd Apatow shit. Is he still acting? Yeah, but did he miss? Did, did, did we not think he was going to be a star? 
Interesting. <laughs> Did we not know? Start? All right. So I guess. Uh, I mean, it seems like we probably should have said Corey Feldman is a pretty big that, one on okay. the That's where I thought you guys were going, and Cameron said Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. So wild card. I, I'm going keeping, wild card. Keeping guys on your toes. Keeping I'm, things I'm going, I don't like I, I'm going I don't like three that. that are closer to Kirsten Dunst mm-hmm. in my um, honorable mentions. These are kids that were really good actors in big movies and still act as adults, but they're not like the same level star. Uh, Dakota Fanning. Yeah, Dakota obviously. Fanning's a huge one. She was a great child actress, and she is acting. She was in the last Tarantino movie. Just... Yeah, she's in. Um, no, that was actually. Oh yeah, that was her. So mm-hmm. like you know, her her roles have been diminished. Um, Christina Ritchie. I said her before. She was a big star and still acts now, but she was like. I don't know, like a dramatic kid actor. I'm going to throw this out here, but actually, I always make fun of Kristen Stewart's acting, but she was a she was better as she's a, a kid. better kid, much like Chris, Kristen Kirsten uh, Dunst. Dunst. She was a really good kid actor and just kind of stayed the same. Do you like Drew Barrymore better in E.T. or Fifty First Dates? Fifty First Dates. All she does is scream in E.T. I got didn't it. even know it was her. You'd have to tell me. <laughs> got it. Got she it. She does got have it. a lisp though. It's annoying. This is maybe a little I'm, controversial, but oh, Freddie, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, Haley Joel Osment. That's a huge one. But he's kind of weird and funny. Yeah, now. he's actually kind of he's fun leaned now. into it. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Highmore was a great child actor, and he still is a good actor. He was like on that doc, he's the good doctor in, in Bates Motel. He's the kid from Finding Neverland. Oh, okay. Then the main kid. And he has still acted. He was in that Vault Heist movie I recommended to you. But it's just, he was such an amazing child actor. He's a good actor still, but he was so such a great child that's actor. That's closer to the list that I thought. Yeah. Like, just jumped off. There's a lot of um, famous actors now who started as kids, and you wouldn't have remembered them, like, you know. From their early roles, mm-hmm. but this one is these kids are like amazing actors, are given the opportunity to be in really good movies, and then just still act, but for whatever reason peaked. We'd be remiss to not mention um, the sort of like young families, like the Savage Brothers or the yeah. Lawrence Brothers. Oh yeah, that's true. I almost put Fred Savage on the list. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Really, a lot of those sibling ones really do fizzle out. Yeah. Except for well, the Jonas Brothers, Amanda Bynes. Uh, Jonathan Lipnicki, Cameron. You know, but I don't... Did he try to keep acting? I'll say that for him. I think he got out of the game. But obviously there are some child actors that just kind of quit acting. So we try to stay away from some of those. Abigail but... Breslin? Oh, Ooh, she's a good yeah. one. Oh, I yeah, think that's she actually was better pretty... as a kid, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, actually, that's actually good. a good one. That that one would totally make the Off the dome. Uh, so again, we try to keep it more towards acting savants, old souls, rather yeah, yeah. than the ones that disappeared. So let us know if there's anything we missed off of that list. But also, thank you for listening to our take on Jumanji. If you like what you heard, as always, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're just a small grassroots podcast. We don't pay for any advertising or anything like that. So if you do like what you heard, please make sure you recommend to any friends or family or anyone you think would like to join our little movie club. Although, shout out Denny's. No free ads, but shout out Denny's. We just like Denny's? Okay. I do. Also, Dave and Buster's. We went there recently this week. (laughs) Shout out to Dave and Buster's. No free ads. Jordan is just, he's beside himself. Uh, if you want to make any movie requests, you can write in at coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you have any other notes or things you want to mention about the movie, you can join the conversation on social media at coldclassicspod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. And you can keep the conversation going on there. Thanks for joining our little movie club, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>